0: What's up, everybody? I hope you're well. I hope you are thriving and I hope you're writing a lot. Today, I want to talk to you about the importance of narrative and I want to talk to you about how you can create a narrative for your nonfiction. I know that it's not so obvious how you can use storytelling for your nonfiction. After all, you're talking about facts. And you're not necessarily telling a story, but it's just as important to use narrative and nonfiction than it is in fiction. and The reason is we humans are wired for story. We are ri- We are wired for narrative that 's how we understand the world that 's how we remember things. And something that is told through a narrative is much more likely to be remembered than something that is not. And you may have noticed um, in recent years, especially with the political polarization going on, we often talk about the narrative, the media's narrative, etc. Why is that? Well... Media are using narrative to shape our opinions and politicians are also using narrative to get our votes. And something that's really interesting is that if you think of ideology, if you think of ideology like capitalism, um, Marxism and, and so on, what makes an ideology is that it's an incomplete story or it's a partial story, something that doesn't give you the whole picture. And that's basically a story because a story can never tell the full picture. And so it becomes a problem when you have a set of political dogmas that are turned into a narrative that is that is spun around but um that's not the the main point that i want to make um the reason i'm talking about this is that narrative is everywhere in the media and politics and etc so that just goes to show how important it is and It is not as difficult as you might think to create a narrative for the information that you're wanting to present. A narrative is basically intentions and obstacles. So there has to be a character. And if you're writing, for example, a self-help book, a how-to book, it can be your reader you can talk to your reader you can say you that's often done in in books so that can be your reader that that can be your protagonist or if you're writing a memoir um it could be well in most cases it's going to be you actually well yeah memoirs are written um in the first person so otherwise it would be a biography that would be written in the third person and then a autobiography would be again in the first person but nonetheless there is always a protagonist a character and the protagonist has intentions they want something they want to become something they want to get something and they set out to get that thing or become that thing and there are obstacles along the way and these obstacles They create a roller coaster of emotions. And that's when the protagonist, uh, I'm sorry, the reader, is really compelled. So the first thing is intentions. Intentions allow the reader to relate to the protagonist. Our desires as humans are oftentimes very similar and so we can relate to the yearnings or the struggles of of other people now when it comes to obstacles that helps the reader feel for the protagonist and they want to root for the protagonist if they like him and ideally you want the reader to like your protagonist at least to some extent and even if you have a violin you want to give that little trait That makes them human because it's very difficult to compel your reader if they hate your character, whether that be them, you or somebody else. You want them to root for the protagonist so that they embark on this journey with them and they root for them. So that's the first step toward creating that narrative. Now, you want to have obstacles and it's not always so obvious what these obstacles might be. For example, when I talk about my own story, well, it's not like I had a very difficult life. I mean, there were some obstacles, there were some hardships in a way. But, you know, if you look at the big picture, it wasn't a very difficult life, so to speak. And the last thing I would want to do is dramatize my life so much that, you know, people would think, well, this guy is just overdoing it. And, you know, I also want to be respectful of people who have had much harder lives than I have. So I'm always kind of mindful of that. Now, with that being said, I can tell you experiences in my life that I consider to be obstacles. And these obstacles, it's not like they're always terrible. But if you want something, you're going to have to work to get it, right? You're going to have to struggle a little bit. Otherwise, there's just nothing to say. And so I will use these experiences in my life and present them as obstacles not as in like i suffered but i wanted to get there i was there and so that's what i did it wasn't easy i failed a couple times and then i got there and by failing people love stories of failure they will love to see your character fail time and time again because we identify with failure it makes us human we all fail And so if you had a character that only wins, it would be totally unrelatable because no one wins the first time. We all fail. So you want to set these obstacles. You want to make clear the progress of your your character. I will tell you this. The meaning of life resides in making progress towards goals the meaning of life resides in adversity so even in our sheltered lives we will find adversity to make life meaningful we will find adversity to make life meaningful if you remember that you can create a narrative out of anything anything narrative is adversity adversity intentions obstacles there is always some sort of adversary and there are different types of narratives for example there is man versus men men versus nature um, there are all sorts of narratives, but at the end of the day, there is always adversity. There is always conflict, and that's what creates the drama that will keep reader interested. And now you might be thinking, okay, well, I'm writing nonfiction, but as I've said, you can always find a protagonist in what you're writing, and you can always find intentions and obstacles because that is how we process information that's how we make sense of the world and it doesn't have to be always super obvious who the protagonist is what the intentions and obstacles but it should be felt and understood by the reader and so that's how you create a narrative and in turn a compelling text or book or post or whatever it is that you are Writing. So, again, it boils down to a character, intentions, and obstacles. So, that's what I had for you guys today. Hope this was helpful. Hope that you will use this and implement what I've just shared with you. Because theoretical knowledge doesn't matter if you don't. Go and try and apply it. So, Go and try to implement it in a piece of writing and I will talk to you soon. What's up everybody? I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, there are a couple of ways you can show your appreciation. You can rate and review this podcast. You can share it with a friend or a family member or you can share it to your social media thank you for tuning in i honor you and i honor your time and i look forward to talking to you next time oh hey by the way if you are wanting to know more about what i do as a writing coach and if you would like to explore the possibility of becoming a private client you can go to stellarwriting.co that's stellarwriting.co There, you will have access to blogs and resources and you will be able to book a free consultation to see if we'd be a good fit to work together. You can also follow me on social media. I'm on Facebook and LinkedIn. You can look for my name, Leandre Larouche. That's L-E-A-N-D-R-E, L-A-R-O-U-C-H-E. You can also find me on Instagram at leandre underscore larouche and there's my professional Instagram page as well at leandrewritingcoach. Thank you again for tuning in and I'll talk to you soon.